If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy. And you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch bonus episode for the month of February in the year of 2022. 2022. Here we are. It is the second month of the year. Mm-hmm. It is the second bonus episode of the month. And once again, I say it is the year 2022. <laughs> there might be a theme here. There might be a theme here. Choose everywhere. Choose everywhere. It's some sort of pattern. And did we shoehorn this in? I don't know. <laughs> if only if only we were doing the seminal film It Takes Two today. Unfortunately, we are not. But we will. Soon. <laughs> That's a promise. <laughs> Starring Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. We really should do a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie one day. Freaking, yeah, we should. I loved those. Don't they have a spooky one? They were detectives. Uh, double, double, toil and trouble. They also have, yes, the whole detective TV series. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think the listeners would be interested to hear about those. Remember how they started all of those with, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. (laughs) Actually, it was bedtime. That's how they all started. (laughs) That's fun. I I barely remember that. I remember they had to solve the crime and get home in time. By bedtime. Oh, I thought it was for dinner time. In dinner time? No, bedtime. Okay. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Sorry. Actually, it was bedtime. Okay, fine, fine. Emily knows her shit. I know my fucking shit, Henley. Um, but we are. So the theme is uh, the second of something. That's correct. I believe that is right. Tony Heads, we we threw a little poll to you of sequels and remakes um, and what you wanted covered. And you chose the Suspiria remake, which came out in 2018. Oh, it was. I'm so glad. I am so glad. Me too. I'm fucking ready to hear about this one. Everyone, people have told us it's crazy and like not very much like the original Suspiria. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm ex- I'm freaking excited to hear about this one. I'm thirsting for it. I'm just imagining. I'm, thirst, I'm parched. I'm parched. With, and the only thing that would quench my thirst <laughs> is hearing. <laughs> about the Suspiria remake. I imagine Chris Martin watching this film and just falling in love with Dakota This is Johnson. what did it. Little known fact. Little known fact. This is what sealed the deal between Chris Martin, lead singer of the band Coldplay, and Dakota Johnson, the star of this film. Mm-hmm. And of the Fifty Shades of Grey series, famously. Mm-hmm. Famously. Famously, this is the first time we've ever seen her forehead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fully exposed. 
It okay. really it really threw Henley. We do need to talk about this. I guess we should talk about it right now, which is just I was convinced. I have to tell you guys, I was convinced she was wearing a forehead prosthetic <laughs> for this film. I just assumed. God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, she's fine. She's dating Chris Martin, lead singer of the band Coldplay. <laughs> no, I think Dakota Johnson is beautiful. I she's think she's stunning. one of the most she's beautiful stunning. people I've ever seen in my she life. She is the most beautiful, large foreheaded woman <laughs> oh, God. we know. I think that's why I was so shocked to see her natural hairline. Do you think that's her natural hairline? I think it is, at least. Well, it's, it's a wig, <laughs> but I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, I don't think that they add, I don't think it's a prosthetic forehead, no. Can we talk about it for a second? Because the bangs are sure. really, the bangs you know some people have a look bangs are tricky and 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 a, a, a thing that i came to realize i had bangs once recently mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, and i didn't love them and a thing i came to realize about why they never i could never get them to work is i think i have a very and see now i'm i'm i don't want to bring it up because now you're gonna see it I think I have too short of a forehead, <laughs> <laughs> and I could never get the bang look I wanted because I re- I just don't think I have enough real estate <laughs> for the bangs to happen. And some people have more. Some some people have a face for bangs, and I think that comes down to foreheads. Yeah, and I like couldn't like Dakota looks. She's beautiful. She also looks great with bangs. And it's sort of the forehead. It's a combo of the forehead and the hairline. It's like the way the hair can fall Mm -hmm. and have it still hit in a good place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe, honestly, I'm, she's forehead blessed, if you ask me. It's true. I mean, she, she looks great, great with bangs. No one pulls off bangs like Dakota Johnson. I mean, transformative. And it is just kind of jarring to see her without them just because they're such a part of her look. That's why, do you remember when people freaked out when the gap in her teeth closed? It was like a big point of like fans like freaked out because she had to have some I can't remember now I think she had some sort of like oral surgery and some side effect of it was that her gap in her teeth was slowly closed and fans panicked and were like where did her gap go where did her gap go and she was also very sad about it and she had to address it on a talk show where she was like had to I'm sad about it too (laughs) you guys I didn't do it on purpose God, we are human beings are so fucking weird. So weird. Imagine being like a real person. She's a real person. She's a regular person, like any of us. And she has to like talk to strangers about the gap in her teeth. She has to be like, guys, calm down. I get it. Like, we're deranged. That's insane. Celebrity. But also culture is really crazy. But I can't stop. I I can't stop. I'm I one of those I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with it. We're conditioned. Okay, but we're here to talk about Suspiria. Um, we are here to talk about that. And I am so freaking excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, oh my God, this is one that people talk about. There is a buzz surrounding this <laughs> movie, and I don't know why. And I, I can't wait to get the answer. I, yeah, yep, yep. Um, let me tell you, it was directed by Luca Guadagnino. Oh, call me by your name. That's right. And it's pretty different from that movie. Okay. <laughs> that, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it's written by David Kajanik, based on the original that was written by Dario Argento and Daria Nicolodi, 
starring Dakota Johnson, Tilda Swinton, Mia Goth, Chloe Grace Moretz, Angela Winkler, and Alec Weck. And it is streaming on Amazon Prime. Um, it has a 65% on Rotten Tomatoes, 64% on Metacritic, 6.8 on IMDb. Pretty even Whoa, right, scores. Right in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. like across the Everyone board. Everyone agrees. <laughs> um, the budget was $20 million, Box office, $7 million. This was a, a, a failure. Financial failure. This Yikes. was a failure. <laughs> this was a failure. <laughs> mm. Um, let me give you guys some trivia. Okay. It, Dakota Johnson did two years of ballet training in preparation for the role of this film. Isn't that a lot? <laughs> I mean, in terms of ballet training, that's not very much. But in terms of preparing yes. for a role. Actor training. I just feel like she knew two years before this movie was happening that she had the lead. That's like, that feels kind of crazy. Yes. I know that Luca Guadagnino like got rights for it like six years before making it. And at one point, a different director, David Gordon Green, was going to direct it. Huh. And it went through different actresses. But yeah, I guess she must have found out earlier. But yeah, usually you hear of someone doing six months of prep. That's like typically what I feel like yeah. I hear an actor doing, working out for six months or whatever. But I mean, ballet, that's no, that's fucking no joke. Ballet's no joke. And to learn it as an adult would be, I mean, maybe she had taken, I don't know. But yeah, it's a lot to like get into your body. And I couldn't really figure out what Dario Argento's reaction to this film was. It sounds kind of lukewarm, but Luca Guadagnino says like, oh, he loved it. He loved it. But every quote, <laughs> every quote with Dario no, Argento, no, he, he said like he one of the quotes is. It's a refined film like Luca Guadagnino, who is a fine person. Guadagnino makes beautiful tables, beautiful curtains, beautiful dishes, all beautiful. Like that's what he had to say about the movie. It feels like, yeah, like a backhanded insult, Right? It's basically. like a way to be, try to not outright uh-huh. say, like, I don't like this movie. I don't like this movie. <laughs> also, it's very funny to be like, no, 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 he loved it. Don't ask. No, you don't have to ask him. I'm telling you, he loved it. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Why ask him? Stop. He loved it. It reminds me of um, in our 13 Ghosts episode, Emily, when you were like, the Roger Ebert review was like, the di- it looks good. And you're like, it's exactly yeah. like what you would say if you hated everything about your friend's yeah. play. And you're like, oh, the, the production d- design. The design. Was- production design is so good. Oh, you make such beautiful things. Beautiful tables. You know? oh, oh, oh. Beautiful curtains. What I was struck by was the beauty. <laughs> I really, <laughs> I loved the beauty of it. Just gave a feeling that I liked, you know? It just felt mm, good. Mm, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the score is composed by Tom York. And Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, it's fun. And uh, he, it says he followed Radiohead co-composers Johnny Greenwood and Phil Selway into film scoring. And I just wanted to say Johnny Greenwood has really been killing it lately. He has just done so many scores. He did Power of the Dog. Which is the only one I can think of off the top of my head, but it was great. He's when I'm editing, I always use film score as temp music, and I use a lot of Johnny Greenwood. He's great. But if we're gonna say a band member who turned into a film composer, that's the best. It's obviously Trent Reznor who did. It, it. absolutely is Trent Reznor. <laughs> <laughs> what did I just watch that he's Gone scored? Girl? Oh, Gone Girl! So I good. saw it with you. So good. It feels like this uh, movie really should have done better than it did. It's pretty sad that it was kind of a bust in the box office it's sad yeah it's pretty that sounded like you were like it did sound like you got like genuinely really sad oh i i interpreted it as being 
being a mean girl. Like, this movie really oh. should have <laughs> done better. Uh, it's pretty sad. No, honestly, that it no I think that it's, Ugh. I mean, everyone knows this. This is a cliche at this point, but it is so depressing to think about all the people who work so hard on something for so many years and mm-hmm. it doesn't work out. And it's like just a flash in the pan. No, no one remembers it and it was bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like, I'm genuinely sad about it. <laughs> oh, Henley. <laughs> I don't think you need to spend your emotional energy there. <laughs> I don't think I think it's not right. Well, the good, your the good news is that it's a really I think it's a pretty good movie and I feel like they should be proud. Unfortunate that people more people didn't see it, but they did good work on it. It looks great. They're probably proud. They're probably proud. And, you know, sometimes you don't get the critical acclaim. You don't get the that box office success but that doesn't mean you didn't create a great work of art thank you so much i just needed to hear that (laughs) (laughs) um okay so should we watch this trailer i'm really excited for you guys to get a little peek at it i'm scared when you dance the dance of another you make yourself in the image of its creator. One, and two, three. I feel like I'm not even here yet. <laughs> you have to decide what is it you want to be for this company. Darkness. Tears. <laughs> and sighs. I don't know what you're talking about. There's more in that building than what you can see. It's all a mess. The one out there. Okay, I want to say that her forehead doesn't seem as intense in motion. I think it's just the in stills. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the stills I've seen that were shocking to me. But sure. when she's like talking, it's fine. And I think it's the combo of that and like the wig. It, 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 it Sometimes a wig on a head just... And the center part. It's like a little uncanny valley. You're like, wait, what is... What's... It's the center part too. What is it? Center part combo. I like her with red hair though. Yeah, I think that's fun. She looks great. She's great in this. I wanted to see more dancing. Yeah. In that trailer. There's a lot of dancing in the movie, but unfortunately, the best dancing scene is really intercut with one of the hardest to watch things. Otherwise, I'd say just fast forward to this part. But But it's mm -mm. it's the best and the worst part. Mm, Well, too bad for me. Too bad. (laughs) I don't like the look of that hook. Whatever that hook situation is. <laughs> I don't is. like the look of that hook. That's a nasty hook. That's a nasty hook for sure. It's mm-hmm. big. Mm-hmm. Don't like um, it. And yeah, if you'll, if you'll remember in the original Suspiria, it's like real bright colors, like very neon. And uh, 
Luca Guadagnino said that this movie is not not necessarily a remake, but more of an interpretation because they've changed quite a lot in it. And it's like this one's real muted. It's an hour longer than the original. Holy shit. That's an interesting choice. Yeah. I mean, you it's know, we don't, lo- we, don't, we don't love a two and a half hour movie, but it's two and a half hours. Yeah. It's two and a half hours. It sure is. Okay. There was a part where I was like, this is so crazy. And I paused it and there was, yeah, 50 minutes left. And I was like, this isn't the end. It, but it wasn't. it wasn't. Okay. Um. Okay. We should fucking get into it. We should get into it. I I had totally forgotten everything about the original Suspiria except for that it had to do with dance. And then they in the trailer they pulled out that like diagram thing. I was like, mm-hmm. oh right, it's like witches. Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. Okay. Let's freaking dive in. Yeah. yeah let's so do I it. was I, as I was watching it, I was like, how the fuck am I going to recap this movie? I was getting real nervous. There's a lot to unpack. It's nuts. It's nuts. Ah. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see what happens. We're gonna get the <laughs> can do it, Sammy. It's you, baby. It's you. Ooh. Okay, let's get into it. Let's do it. To hear the rest of this episode, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash TSDW podcast and get access to all of our bonus episodes. We have video bonus episodes. We also do weekly video trailer reactions. All sorts of good stuff. We have a Discord. It's great. It's a great place to be. But if that's not your thing, we understand. And we will be back next week with a regular episode. We love you a lot. Bye.